Hello friends, how are you all? Hope you're all doing well. Tough times indeed. We are all hunkered down at home still and looks like that's going to be carrying on for some more time. Happy Eid, Eid Mubarak. So after one month of Ramadan, fasting by Muslim friends, they come out of it with Eid Mubarak, which is Eid Ul-Fitr, which is this particular weekend. And uh, so what do we discuss today in these tough times? I don't know what should we be discussing. This last one week recently, we had the demise of a rock star leader in Kerala politics who played a distinct role in the framing of the Kerala society or the Kerala model as we, as, is, as it is spoken about today, Gauri Amma or K.R. Gauri as she was K.R. Gauri as Kalattuparambil Raman Gauri. She died at the age of 102 years. That is, she was born in 1919, just after the World War, after the First World War. And I try to see this, there's an amazing analogy not that it actually happened between K.R. Gauri's life and Queen Elizabeth II's life. Queen Elizabeth, the Queen of England, who's 95 years old now. And she lost her husband, uh, who's 99, just a few a month ago. So, K.R. Gauri was born in 1919. The Queen Elizabeth was born in 1926. And Queen Elizabeth became the Queen of England or the British Empire reluctantly in 1952 at the age of 25-26. Amazing, right? And uh, she still continues to be the Queen of England, having seen 15 Prime Ministers since the Queen acceded the throne and became the Queen. 15 Prime Ministers England has had. Likewise, K.R. Gauri, she was, she became a lawyer. She belonged to a, a rich landlord's family in Alapura and her father Raman, Kalataparamil, Raman Gauri means Kalataparamil is her, as, as per Kerala customs, what the mother's family name followed by the father's name and the person's name. So Kalataparamil is a family name, Raman is, is her dad's name and Gauri is her name. Similarly, Topil, Pankajakshin, Pratap. Topil is a family name, mother's family name. Pankajakshin is a father's name and Pratap is my name. So she became, she actually uh, was well-read. She became, a, at that age, imagine, she became a lawyer. She completed her education and she became a lawyer. She was actually participating in the uh, Quit India movement as a communist socialist. And uh, she was also very closely following the world war happenings, world war two happenings and the happenings of uh, Russia and the USSR was what inspired her and the communist party of India to kind of uh, become what they became in Kerala. So 1948, she was, because then she was uh, a student leader while she was studying her law, she became a lawyer and she was very actively propagating the philosophy of socialism. And that's when the leaders got her to stand for elections in 1948, the provincial elections in 1948, just after India got its independence. And uh, she 
wasn't interested at all just as the queen elizabeth wasn't interested but she reluctantly became the queen likewise kr gauri reluctantly stood for elections which she lost <laughs> and she was pleased that she lost elections in 1948 and 1951 and 1948 she lost elections 1949 was a merger of the travancore princely princely state and the cochin princely state and uh, 1951 there was another election and uh, after the merger of the travancore and cochin states the communist party of india was banned by the existing government and because uh, existing government which was the indian national congress and uh, so 1950 so she was actually banned the party was banned all the leaders went into hiding or were imprisoned so gokyar gauri was imprisoned was in jail In 1951 there was another election again and she won the election while she was in jail <laughs> purely on the power of her charisma and her own firebrand leadership and the grassroots working in those times 1951 she won the election while in jail 1954 there was another election she won again and that 1954 election even somebody as tall a leader as ems lost ems nambutripad who went on to become a the first 1956 the kerala state was formed 1957 there was another election in the fresh state of kerala newly formed state of kerala it won up in 1957 and that's when it was india was ruled by the congress in 1957 election the communist party of india won the election amazing right it was the first state in india where the congress lost elections and ems nambudri pad became chief minister and incidentally in 1957 it was actually kerala was toying with the i mean it wasn't very sure that ems was going to be the chief minister there was another tall leader tv thomas who was supposed to become the chief minister instead of ems because he was more grassroots he was more dynamic he was more of a strong leader as compared to ems who was not so much of an outspoken Uh, communist leader but as things stood and uh, tv thomas was and kr gauri were actually uh, cupid had struck these two leaders imagine kr gauri and tv thomas both were communist youngsters and uh, they fell in love but they did not marry until 1957 when she was 38 he was 9 years older and the party agreed to their wedding although her family wasn't too pleased because he was christian he and uh, she was hindu irava hindu but finally nobody could say no to her she was a firebrand in her family she was a firebrand in the party she was a firebrand dynamic person in the state and they married so it was something like the first couple of the state kr gauri and tv thomas the two leaders marrying each other and with the permission of the party as romantic as that right it was as romantic as prince charles and and diana marrying in 1981 and this wedding happened in 1957 and so what do we have so she became the revenue minister in this particular party with uh, ems nambudri pad as the chief minister so the first woman minister of kerala was kr gauri and to see the context of this after this for the next 25 years there was no other woman minister in the state of kerala amazing right a state which is known for its uh, uh what 
equality, known for its matrilineal system, known for its education, known for its reforms, known for the Kerala model. In fact, ironically, just about 10% of MLAs in Kerala historically have been women. Okay, that could be another day, but in that context is when you've got to see the power of this lady K.R. Gauri or Gauri Amma, Kalatha Parambil Raman Gauri. So she kind of brought about fantastic reforms over. She's 14 times she has won elections. She was brought. She was. Uh, she won at the hustings, out of and of course, and out of the 17 times that she stood between 1948 and 2011. So imagine that entire lifestyle, lifetime she has seen the rise and fall of uh, USSR, the USSR crumbled to the extent that in 1987 the LDF uh, went to the hustings, went to the people announcing K.R. Gauri as the chief ministerial face. The LDF or the Communist Party, CPI, CPIM never ever had a face for the party. Of course, they had it this time where they said Pinarayi Vijayan to come back. So this is a time when Pinarayi Vijayan's face was the face of the uh, CPIM and he came back to power again. Similarly, in 1987, it was a phase of K.R. Gauri which was fronted as the chief ministerial candidate and LDF won the elections. And surprise, surprise, they decided K.R. Gauri would not be the chief minister. All the Machiavellian politics which happened and some call it the fact that they didn't want a woman to be the chief minister. Some call it they didn't want a person of her caste to be the chief minister. And it was finally E.K. Nayanar who came from the uh, ranks and became the chief minister of Kerala in 1987. And uh, this lady, firebrand lady, went stormed out of the meeting fuming fretting and refused to kind of cow down but finally in the larger interest of the party she went back to becoming a minister in that party seven years later in 1994 she was banished from the party she was evicted from the party supposedly for corruption again supposedly played by the shenanigans of the politicians who saw that she was too powerful she had grown too powerful she was too much of a leader and that's where K.R. Gauri and uh, she and then she went on to form her own party. She went on to do various things. And uh, in 2019, on her 100th birthday, Pinarayi Vijayan as a chief minister visited her. The Kerala Assembly declared a holiday on her birthday in 2019, on her 100th birthday, so that all the uh, MLAs could go visit her in Alapura town. And uh, Pinarayi, and, and unexpectedly, Pinarayi Vijayan recited a poem which had been written by Balachandran Chulikar in 1994 when she had been evicted from the party. And uh, that was read out by Pinarayi Vijayan at, in front of the public to celebrate her 100th birthday. It went something, just uh, I'll just read a few lines from that. It was something like, Kareyata Gauri, Talarata Gauri. Kaling Kalikond Ninal, Aval Bhadra Kali, Idukata Gonde, Cherubalya Melam, Padivai Jangal, Bhayam Martivanu. It translates into English something like the Gauri who never cries or tires, the Gauri who becomes Bhadra Kali in her rage. Hearing her brave stories throughout our childhood, we routinely escaped our fears. So this was 
KR Gauriyamma who passed away a few days ago and this is a tribute to her and uh, people might say okay she was another leader she was a leader who never became chief minister because she she was instrumental in so many reforms she was a revenue minister she was industry minister she went against her own parties unions trade unions when she was industry minister she was instrumental in setting up techno park in kerala in the 90s she was instrumental in emulating the amul model and setting up milma in uh, kerala for milk production she was instrumental in making kollam the cashew capital of the world with the cashew corporation which was set up as a uh, the cashew nut industry in kerala and that still continues so kudos to her so that's the way things are and uh, so tough times are lasting here what do we do so this is just a small caption and uh, so what do we do in these tough times uh, so there's uh, anecdotally the supposedly king solomon had uh, there's a jewish folk tale okay king solomon supposedly asked her his uh, be it some uh, well read person in his court for a give me a saying which would make a happy man sad and a sad man happy so the they thought they thought they thought they thought they finally asked somebody and they came up with this something which would make a happy man sad and a sad man happy and the statement is this too shall pass <laughs> so these times too shall pass so let us stay strong because this too shall pass a happy man is told this too shall pass means so don't get too over excited don't be too cocky too over confident there are bad times it may come so just chill chill and for the person who is sad this too shall pass chill there are the crescent troughs of life be cheerful be powerful be cheerful and this too shall pass and that's when the sad man will become happy so as they say let's kind of keep it on lage raho lage raho muna bhai lage raho let's chin up let's keep on smiling and as they say cherish thy bread cherish thy bread thou shall not enumerate on its crevices how does that translate into into namara swandam bhasha cherish thy bread thou shall not enumerate on its crevices appan thanna pore kuli enna so namaku bread da bread arku venam namaku appole venda appan thanna pore adine taste nokke pole adille appathile kuli enna cherish thy bread thou shall not enumerate on its crevices crevices as in holes okay guys i hope you had some time here to give you some caption of this uh, analogy between gauriyamma the leader who never became chief minister and the analogy between her and the uh, career of queen elizabeth who's these two ladies doins who've seen it all in the lifetime of in of india and the world and may the force be with them for a while bye bye thank you